0: Madam, you may vote, but at a price. You lose the right to retreat behind the powder puff or your petticoat.
1: And that's from Inherit the Wind. That is Spencer Tracy, a phenomenal movie. If you haven't seen it, I uh, highly recommend it. And that idea that, Madam, you have the right to vote. But now that you have that right, you also bear the responsibility for your life. You bear the responsibility of being an informed voter. You bear the responsibility of basically being an adult. And how many times have have any of us caught ourselves in moments when we want the rights to something... And yet, we kind of don't want to take the responsibility for it. If you think of yourself as a teenager, you might want the rights to have all the freedom and independence. And yet, if you reflect back on your teenage years, you may think, oh my gosh. Did I really think clearly? Did I do what was right for myself longer range? And of course, if you made some mistakes, hopefully they're repairable. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And that means that your life matters. Your happiness matters. And happiness is an emotion. It's not just a random emotion. It's not just something you're born with. It's something that you need to know how to achieve. And most people don't know that it's even... uh, something that they need to achieve. They think that it either happens or doesn't. You don't want to do that to your own mind. You want to understand your emotions. And um, I'm a, as I said, I'm a clinical psychologist, and I'm here to take your calls and questions, and somebody has called saying that they have a question about their emotions. So right now I want to welcome Lisa to the show. Lisa, you want to know if your emotions are normal? No,
0: no. Um, I've been seeing a psychologist for years. Uh, and he's helped me a lot, but I told him I don't feel much emotion. Oh, Based okay. in point, my son has brain cancer. <gasps> when I found out, I felt nothing. Now, I know I'm having this problem. He says I do because he sees my the expressions on my face. When somebody tells you your son has brain cancer, it, you know, you would feel that. I, I don't know what to do.
1: Okay. When did you find out?
0: Yeah, you had brain cancer? Yeah. Uh, early
1: 2010. Okay. So sorry to hear that. How old is he?
0: Well, he's 30, but he's, he's, his last uh, seven MRIs have been amazing. He's doing very, very Oh, well.
1: he's doing well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have a friend that had brain surgery. She had a problem, too, and as far as I know, she's doing fairly well. So yeah. I hope that that's... Uh, well, that. so far. Yeah. So far really yeah, I know. There are no guarantees, unfortunately, huh? No. Um, but so you need to, what I'm hearing is that you want to understand yourself better. You want more clarity on why am I not feeling emotion? What emotion Hi. are you, yeah, go ahead, tell me what you no, were thinking. No, I'm just listening, go ahead. Oh, so what emotion would you anticipate that you should fail or ought to fail in that well, type of
0: Well, I mean, somebody says if your son has brain cancer, you should be devastated, you know. I felt nothing.
1: Okay, so what's one possibility that you've looked at? Why why might you not be devastated?
0: Well, my, I was emotionally abused. I'm sure that has something to do with it, right?
1: Okay, it, what's the connection you're making?
0: What, what do you mean the connection? It sounds
1: I'm like making? you're making a connection that because you were emotionally abused, you managed your mind a certain I, way. I,
0: I, what I've managed to do is stuff my emotions. Oh, that's, there you that's go. What
1: yeah. Done. So, as a protective device, as a kid, you learn to stuff your emotion, or whatever. Whenever uh-huh. the abuse happened, and that's a normal response. It's it's not a healthy response because the abuse isn't healthy, but it certainly is a life-preserving response in that context. Mm-hmm. That I mean, what can you do if you have no choice if you're being physically or sexually or whatever it is emotionally abused? It, it, uh, some people just deaden the emotions. They just want to turn off their whole emotional. They don't want to feel the pain.
0: Can I, how do I, How do I learn to feel again? I, I
1: <sighs> to. Okay, I, well, there's your motivation. If you said you love this, don't take it away from me. I love having a deadened emotional... No, no,
0: I, I want to feel.
1: The fact that you want to feel is an emotion itself, isn't it? You have a well, hunger. You have a desire. Yes, absolutely, I do. So be aware that the strong—that is a very important movement forward for you. If you make yourself, if you allow yourself to be aware of it, that you have the desire to. Open up and allow yourself to feel. Now, remember, these were your instructions to your subconscious that you. you, are not, you, you none of us are aware of it as a kid. I mean, I tell myself I'd never trust my own mind as a kid. I mm-hmm. actually remember saying that, and boy, I felt really insecure for many years until I was able to confront that and say, "Well, I could trust it a little bit. Maybe you can use that a little bit. That w- those words a little bit are very okay. liberating." Or-
0: Say that again. What word
1: should I use? A little bit. I'll let myself feel a little bit. I'll let myself trust my mind a little bit. That was in my case. But in your case, if you allow yourself, instead of telling your subconscious, hey, honey, you have to feel everything, all that raw pain, all that raw emotion, you could experience something, and you may anyway, called flooding. When you've told yourself to for years, don't feel. People who have post-traumatic stress disorder, they might come back from a war and they don't want to go through the pain anymore. They might give themselves, themselves the, the, just the passing thought, but they don't realize it's a standing order in their mind. Don't mm-hmm. feel. Don't go there anymore. And then their kids can't relate to them anymore because they're not allowing themselves to feel. It's like, you know, if you're in a hospital and you're on a heart monitor and suddenly the monitor goes flat,
0: what does mm-hmm. that mean?
1: You're dead, right? Right.
0: So, well, if you're yeah, so, I should just say what, what? What should I say? Well, one of
1: the things you, you, you I'm glad you're in therapy because you can do this much better to do this with a therapist. Because okay. if I suddenly told myself, Ellen, it's okay to feel a little bit, and let me think about. Something that matters a little bit. What's important in my life? My son's important, honey. You need to be able to process the grief, the you know the potential grief, and then it then it settles more in your mind. Because if your son does really well, you can celebrate the joy too.
0: Well, and I never did have any grief, like I told you, I never felt right. Because
1: anything. what you're saying is that you you have a policy that you just shut down.
0: Well, not. Not consciously.
1: No, no, but you're making it more conscious now by talking about it, right? You're the one that told me that you shut down. You shut down with the abuse. Mm -hmm. And so you could work with your psychologist to see any connections. Now, it's not that you want to dig into your past and feel all the pain again. You might need to do a little work just to liberate yourself, though, and a good psychologist would not not immerse you in the past, but help you understand it and release some of those emotions and let you express what you really wanted to express towards the abuser. Uh, so that you could have a voice again within your own mind and so that you could experience emotions and not be flatline emotionally, not be psychologically numbed. You know, you don't want to be anesthetized for your whole life. That's not a no, great coping no, but, strategy.
0: You know, I, I, I think I told you, I've been with my psychologist for five years and we've been worked on on everything, including this. Yeah, I tell him I don't have emotions, he says I do.
1: Everybody does.
0: Everybody has well, a, but not the kind I, and I tell them I said No, I you're not it.
1: experiencing them. But you have the capacity for emotions. That's what you have. Okay. And emotions are response to things you value or don't. If you I just I, I recently went into um a place where it smelled like the septic tank had back. It, it was oh, okay. it, it was actually yeah. a drugstore, and it was so stinky in there. Boy, did I have an emotion! It was ooh. I mean, it was uh-huh. like a whole physiological reaction. Or you could go into a perfume factory and say, "Oh my God, this smells lovely," or a florist uh-huh. or something. So you want to notice even on the small things. Become more aware of when you have a gut response to something you like or don't like because that's your emotional mechanisms coming back online be aware that if you have been through abuse it's so good to be with a psychologist when you start to de-repress that Uh means like because the psychologist you might go through what is very normal which is called a period of flooding where you start to let the emotions come back in and that scares people and they go back to their old strategy of shutting down
0: Well you know what, he he tells me, he tells us all the time, whenever I talk to you about emotions, he said you'll you know, say some you know, just deviate and just go into something else. So he said you're afraid of your emotions.
1: Yeah, you don't wanna be afraid of them. You wanna be able to value your emotions. Sometimes watching a very good movie can help. Uh, you know, I recommend movies like Chocolat or something, just something that you can enjoy. So listen, I know we need to wrap it up. I wish you the best. Emotions are the stuff of life, the good emotions and the bad. Learning how to read them is great. You can go to my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. Look up my review of the book, Mind Over Mood, and I think that will help you a bit. Oh, really? Okay. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome, Lisa. All right. Bye-bye. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist, and you can visit my website, too, drkenner.com. You can call me toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER.